Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me and my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. And J.E.U. Cacao! Back again to talk about the most recent Disney animated release, sequel to 2013's Frozen, Frozen 2. Returning all the important cast members, Adina Menzel, Kristen Bell, Josh Gad, what's-his-face, Kristoff, Jonathan Groff. Nobody else is important in this movie. Sterling K. Brown's in this movie. Okay, in addition of Sterling K. Brown, Alf- Alfred Molina, and Evan Ra- Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Wood. I okay, know her yeah. first name is Evan. No, no, I just couldn't remember if that was who it was. Yep, I mean, that is who it is. All right, so this, jer- this movie picks up shortly after, an undistinct amount of time after the first Frozen movie with... There's at least one short in between. Two shorts. There's two shorts? Yes, oh, there's Olaf's the Adventure, and then there's one where Elsa gets sick. Elsa hears a strange voice, a call in the wilderness, and they set on a journey to find the the source of this strange call. And in the enchanted forest, which has been covered in fog and yep. previously undisclosed to the viewer, yes, with a whole lot of backstory mm-hmm. uh, that we did not know about. Questions get answered, and hilarity ensues. It's not very funny. Yeah, uh, Jehu, do you know anything about Frozen? <laughs> I did. You know what's funny? I, I intended to watch Frozen 1 for this. Yep. And I put it off to the last fucking minute. And, you know, I for the for the viewers at home, I work from home. And I was like, well, I'll just put it on while I'm working today. And then work was just super fucking busy. So I've not watched one second of any Frozen movie ever. Cool. Uh, it's been well um, documented on this podcast that the basis of Joseph and mine's friendship <laughs> Yeah, was watching Frozen together. That's accurate. <laughs> we saw it together many times. Many times. Um, and m- my children and I have watched it. The basis of my children and I's relationship <laughs> is Frozen as well. I took my kids to see Frozen too. In, in many ways, the target audience for this movie was us. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard them say that. They say, you know, kind of fuck that guy, but he does really like uh, does like Frozen. So we'll give him yeah. one for that. Yeah. We're talking about Joseph or me? No, your kids. Oh, yeah. Your kids. <laughs> oh, You're yeah, like, fuck sure. that guy. Yeah, I hate my dad, but he's cool with Frozen. <laughs> yeah. so. Why are you talking to his kids when he's not there? <laughs> Correct. I, I mean, who else am I going to have a conversation with? Do you want to say feelings? Yeah, no, I think we should start with, with initial reactions. You go first. Uh, you know, it was it was a weird sensation of being both disappointing and exactly what I expected it to be. Interesting. I I still think it's fun. I I uh, you know I th- I think the songs are are not quite as good as the last one, but there's still some pretty good songs in there. Kristoff's uh, song is amazing. It's really great. Yeah. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get yeah. into that. But um, I feel like it's just it's really overstuffed, and I don't feel like they have time to develop any one thing that's going on and so one i don't feel like the story itself is as like clear or compelling and also because it's so overstuffed and you don't really know what's happening i don't really feel like even though there were supposed to be some really like heavy dramatic moments they never felt that heavy or dramatic to me because i don't really know what the fuck like i don't know what the stakes are but again you know it's it's a fun kids movie it's like got, got enjoyable songs got all your adorable characters being endearing and adorable you know, it's it's still pretty good, but just not, not. I mean, not remotely the level of iconicness. I feel like the first one. Yeah, I I I say Frozen is the closest thing we've gotten in the last twenty years to the early '90s, like mm-hmm. Disney Renaissance. Um, and so it would be really hard for this one to live up to that, you know, reputation. Um, and I do I, I do think it it falters a bit. I still think it's it's a 
pretty solid sequel. Uh, I think the choices they make with characters make them interesting, and I want to continue seeing them. Anna kind of deals with like a almost like a PTSD anxiety disorder after you know gaining a sister, losing a sister, all like really rapidly type thing. Olaf, you know, you never really Olaf has his childlike wonder because he's uh, essentially a child. He's brand new to the world, so you know Olaf's like growing up and wondering life and. You know, there there are some interesting character choices to make these people who you've don't really think have a lot of depth to to add some depth and 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 make you want to continue following their story. I think if I had one complaint, it would really be that uh, I'm not sure the story really holds water well. It, there's one kind of major plot point that I just I, I just is hard for me to buy, but uh, overall. I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. I disagree with you. I think the songs are, I would put them pretty equal to the, to wow. the original. Um, there's a song with Evan Rachel Wood and Adina Menzel as a duet that I yeah. think is phenomenal. Kristoff um, gets like an 80s power ballad song that I think is it's fantastic. It's spot on. Uh, and the lullaby they sing in the beginning is is very like. Is, is appropriately like, <coughs> like relaxed and soothing and creepy. Yeah. Well, as lullabies are. As lullabies are. Yeah. So I, I thought the song selection really was the most impressive thing to me because I didn't think it would be able to keep up. When I first heard Into the Unknown, I was like, well, there's no way this is as good as Let It Go. But it has been stuck in my head for two oh, days it's good. now. And, uh, you know, it does the exact same job as Let It Go does. So what did your kids think about it? Uh, my kids liked it. Um there are well, we we can talk spoilers. There are some darker moments that I don't think my kids quite picked up on, right? Because my, I, I took my four year old, my three year old, and or my four year old, my two year old, and uh, I, I don't think they quite understood what was right. happening. But they enjoyed it. They really liked it. My daughter is you know obsessed with Anna and Elsa, and and so she very verbally yeah gasped and was like oh my gosh mommy what's 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 happening and, uh-huh. and she was super into it but i'm saying better than transformers i'm also saying better than transformers i uh even though i haven't seen it i've decided i'm going to speak with authority on it i liked it better than the first one better <laughs> than transformers uh which guy does jonathan groth play Kristoff. that was my favorite character yep he yep. did the best job it's uh that's a wrong opinion hurt and you need to get the fuck out of here jonathan groff is not the best part well he's not I don't think, but he has a really great part in it. Uh, I think I was, you know, I was kind of, I kind of thought they were going to give him a boyfriend there for a second because I, I also <laughs> thought they were giving him a boyfriend, uh, and I guarantee you there are a bazillion people online who have already written fan fiction about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, oh, Jonathan Groff's like, hey, what if we make you know Kristoff a little? Yeah, I don't curious. know. And uh, I was like, oh, cool. They didn't no, pay didn't, off. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of your daughters being obsessed with with uh, Anna and Elsa is one of the things I definitely noticed in this movie more than anything else. A lot of fabulous-ass outfits. New fabulous-ass yeah. outfits. Did you hear about the semi-controversy? No. So to like market the movie at yeah. the Disney parks, they went ahead and switched Anna and Elsa's costumes. Oh, really? Which people got pissed off about because they kind of viewed it as a spoiler. Like nobody had gotten really to see the movies what yet. The fuck? And now all of a sudden, Anna, it, uh, I don't, you know, Queen Anna. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, whatever. That's a stupid thing to complain about. It is a stupid thing to complain about. I mean, I hate being spoiled on stuff, but I also think that a lot of people just go out looking for things to be spoiled on so they can bitch about being spoiled. Yeah. On. Elsa's new costume is badass. 
She's got like a couple of different costumes yeah. in it, and they're all pretty good. Yeah. Um, we want to move to spoilers. Yeah, let's go to spoilers. Well, we should talk uh, spoilers, but let's talk about like what the plot of this movie actually is. I think that counts as spoiler territory. Yeah, for sure, because the the, the basic thing of Elsa's being called into you know into the unknown. In, yeah, well, into the unknown, <laughs> uh, into the enchanted forest that's covered by fog is kind of like the first 20 minutes of the movie and pretty much most of what you see, like at least narrative-wise yeah. from the trailers. They, they hear this story when they're kids of how their father, um, their grandfather had made a peace treaty with a, like a native tribe up there and they built a dam and then war ensued and nobody knows how the war started and the elements turned against them all. And, and no one knows how fucking their father comes back to Arendelle. Yeah, somehow he makes it out. That part never really gets answered. Yep. The other thing that this is where I struggled. The, the one, and this kind of happens later on in the movie. You find out that Elsa's mother belonged to the tribe, <gasps> the native tribe, and she saved the father from the war, or whatever. Yep. She never, or at least the you get the impression she doesn't tell him until they're dying on a ship. Yep. When your daughter has friggin' ice powers, you should have said. Hey, you remember those people that can control the elements? <laughs> I'm a part of those people. That's probably why she can control. But I mean, that's the thing. They can't. She's the, still the only fucking one that can control the elements. The other ones are like... In communication. Uh, yeah, like they, they live alongside the, the magic She's of the She's still force. aware, Joseph. No, for sure. But like that was the thing that fucked me up. Is like the, the very first scene kind of mimicking the original one yep. is... Uh, is like young young Anna and Elsa playing, and then their father tells him the story about the enchanted forest and coming being saved, and he's like, "I don't know who brought me back. It's his fucking wife, who's yeah. a native." And I, I like, I don't know if he's not telling his kids or if he just really genuinely doesn't fucking know. I don't think he actually knew at that time because he says like that. I wish I could thank them bit and stuff like that. That really led me to believe that doesn't did. make any goddamn sense. How yeah. the fuck did they meet? Yeah, I agree. Where with did you. she live? That is one of the the that that was my one big like I can't get over I can't accept this story because that just seems hard. To I've believe. got so many of those. <laughs> um, I also on that note, one of the things that they kind of retcon a little bit is the shipwreck. Yep. Um, while it does it, the first movie does not specify where they were going. I don't think. I don't think it does either. The idea that they were going north to find this island and all seems a little... They made it convenient for them. For sure they do. And to be fair, the, the prevailing theory that was that was endorsed by the directors of the movie up to this point is that the parents had gotten on a ship and sailed south and gotten in a storm and then washed up on an island and they were the parents in Tarzan because they do look a lot like the parents in Tarzan. Also directed by the same person. Is it really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they fucked that up, which yeah. which really ruins a, a what I would consider a great connective yeah, tissue. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> I love that. I would love the idea that. that I, I, you know, it's funny. I literally knew nothing about this movie except for the 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 Tarzan uh, <laughs> theory. So now you ruined the. <laughs> oh one shit! I'm sorry. As soon as I saw the ship, I was like, "Well, there goes fucking Tarzan." I know it. <laughs> fucking killing me. Uh, yeah, so they go to the Enchanted Forest, and there's, well, they get through just because of on, uh, Elsa's powers, but no one else can get in or out, and they find some old, uh, some old Arendelle guard with some of the native people of the land, who have apparently just been living there for however many years that's been, and then, uh, yeah. I will say this, on the, the dad got out, if I remember, there was something about, like, an act of kindness or something, which is what allowed him, they say something that does 
Oh, that I thought he I'm just like. got out before the fog came in. I don't, I don't know, because it seemed like he got out like while the fighting was still happening mm, or something. Possibly, but I feel like there there's was a lot something. of unanswered questions that we'll get to. I, I think they do say something about it. They but. might. Uh, but yeah, Elsa continues to get called towards this thing. Anna's constantly trying to pull her back and be you meet, safer. You meet the cutest fucking chameleon fire thing you've ever seen. Like in your a life. salamander thing. It's adorable. It is adorable. And yeah, then uh, other important there. See, that's the thing. So this this movie's got a fuck ton of lore dumps in it. Yeah. Where where in the previous one there are some magical elements and some basic backstory that's handed to you, the viewer, but it's just enough so that it will come back later. Yes. And it's fairly functional information just to get from point A to point B. This is just like world building, like aggressive, aggressive world building. Yeah, I feel like in the first one they do just enough for you to accept everything yeah. and to leave it open-ended. But to me, it's lazy storytelling for your story to be, we're going to answer those questions. Yeah. You didn't need these answers. You you don't really gain anything by knowing where Elsa's powers come from. Right. Or where her parents were sailing off to or how I they know, that met. felt really unnecessary. Yeah. But keep going. You're uh, but yeah, so we, we got the whole Enchanted Forest thing that was never mentioned. There's a whole native people that live there that are also Northlandians. Never... Sure. Northlandians. Uh, there's... I don't know if that's right. Sure. Uh, there, there's a... Uh, a... I'm, I'm pretty sure it was right. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, uh, you know... Like this a... is how I felt there in Spider-Man Far From Home. You know what? I'm sitting here thinking, because you might be able to confirm what I'm thinking. I've often wondered when we're doing this, like, do we do a good job of explaining this shit at all? No! And what I'm thinking right now is we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. It, 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 this it, is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> in our defense, that's kind of the problem with the movie to me, is that <clears throat> there's, there's not a clear directive on what needs to be accomplished. There's not like... In, in so in the previous movie, mm. right? Elsa her her powers appear at a bad time, right? And so she runs away into the mountains and accidentally sets off a huge like infinite winter yeah. that will never eternal end. Winter. Yeah, eternal winter. Um, and so Anna, her sister, goes out to save her and meets Kristoff, an ice farmer whose business is ruined because the whole place is ice now. Right. And so they join up, join forces to go into eternal winter. And eternal winter. Um, and then some other shit happens, but it's a pretty clear like A to B, and then there's a, another thing, but then it's another pretty clear A to B kind of thing. I don't know what the A to B on this one is. I know it's at some point it's like find the fifth L, like like whatever the are they calling them elements in this? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the fifth element, so the other ones, mm. you know, normal uh, earth, fire, wind, water kind of thing, and then there's a, a magical, multicolorful kind of butterfly-looking fifth element that's calling out to Elsa, and there's no other information besides she just has to follow that call, and maybe that will lead to whatever there is. The fifth to. element, what the fifth element always is, and everything that mentions a fifth element. What love? No, it's not. It's, it's the fifth. It's just like the fifth element. Maybe it is. We yeah. don't really know. It's her. I mean, but is it? <laughs> I what mean, the it, fuck is it the doesn't, butterfly? It doesn't possess anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't think, like, it doesn't feel like it's open interpretation to me that it could, it, it's chosen one prophecy type thing. Like, it's, it is her. But uh, what's the thing that's calling out to her then? Uh, that stupid river thing. Like, oh. the, 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 whatever that place is. I agree with you. It doesn't make any sense. But it's the symbol of the So, film. do you yeah. guys think... You know, with this much information in it, would this be better in two movies? Yes. Because I thought, having not watched it at all, it would make be better as two different movies. I would say this. I came out to this movie and thought, well, there's no way they can make a third one. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. That they're, they, they have 
everything it, ties into a nice. I, neat I can little tell bow. you what they can do though: a frozen TV show. Oh sure, yeah, endless stories like, there. Probably. Yeah, this this like I feel like this is perfect setup for like your your cheap CGI Netflix. I mean, it'd be Disney Plus animation, mm-hmm. but you know, like not very expensive, just frozen stories. Here's three hundred of them for your kids to watch on infinite repeat. The, one of the things you're talking about. There's a like a B plot to this that is that Arendelle will be destroyed. Sure, and um, Elsa doesn't really seem to give a shit. I mean, she does come back and save it. I do want. She comes back and saves it. She never thinks about it before it's. She doesn't think about shit in this movie <laughs> except for hey, there's this weird. I should just follow this voice. Whatever yeah. the fuck's going, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's. A, I mean, there's more shit. There's the whole impenetrable this thing. There's the whole conflict with the natives that was like under wraps and is you know an analog for how the Americas have treated their native peoples, kind of thing. We're 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 uh, you know tackling a lot of issues here. Yeah, there's there's the fucking magical island that I'm not sure if the, the island is related to the the fifth it's, element. It's actually the if, island from Lost. If, <laughs> it it might be. <laughs> I'm not kidding. There's a pit. All questions yeah. get answered down in it. That's, I mean, that's a good point. So we we trade in the the Tarzan theory for the Lost. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, actually like saying that. I'm on board. That island like is the it. island from Lost. And then we've established one of the things we've kind of glossed over here is apparently all water on Earth is like a pen sieve from fucking Harry Potter. Yes. You can see any amount of information from any time through water. Because water, water has, has memory. Water has memory. Um, what, and, I, what I would that, say about the island is it be, totally becomes her fortress of solitude. For sure. <laughs> and that's what I was trying to... like. I, is, is, is the, I mean, based on the song, the lullaby thing at the very beginning that they follow through the whole thing is that the the island is like where the memories are stored that's where the answers are but it's also where the fifth like i don't understand if that's if the fifth element is a thing that's drawing her there if that's where the fifth element lives if she just needed to be there in the fifth like i don't know what the fuck is so going on i felt like this is how i interpreted it but i questioned it i should not end. have this much trouble following a fucking children's movie what, i this, was, do think you're overthinking that, it. that's what i was gonna ask do you think if you were seven you would be this confused by no this? Not at all. I you wouldn't think any of this. I don't stuff. think because I mean, when you're seven, you just anything you don't understand, you just fill in the blank. Elsa has new powers. Yeah, she has a new dress. It's She's shiny. More cool. Uh huh. Yeah. All the other elements kind of have like a thing, right? Except for air. Well, and that's the other confusing that's, thing. That's what got me because I thought it needs a, like a house, like the salamander guy is yeah. like the house of right. the fire spirit and the stone giants are the house of the earth and maybe they are but there's a bunch of them there's not a single one agreed. that's representative but air has nothing no it's just a fucking breeze yeah that is where i the, my theory got thrown off and, yeah and then uh, water's got a kick-ass horse that again which is uh, for merchandising purposes a total ripoff of lord of the rings is what it is for sure but that mane was like magnificent <laughs> as fuck it's a water horse, but then also at the end gets turned into a sparkly ice horse, so you can sell two of them. Yeah. Oh when that when that water comes rushing down the gorge and she's riding it, all I thought is, if you want him, come and claim For him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Super fair. Also, I, I you know I'm confused about what the horse's motives were at, at the beginning because the horse was totally trying to drown her when they he first. All all of them try to beat the shit out of her when she first encounters them. The wind turns into a giant tornado. That's true. Uh, the fire thing lights the entire forest on fire. That was, is it, was it trials? Did she have to prove herself to these things? There's a lot of fucking questions. That's never specified. But again, maybe I interpret it. Maybe that is what it's supposed to be. And I just, you know, 
I don't know, man. I feel like you're overthinking it. I'm not. A, I, I'm thinking a normal. It. I will say so on your point. So, so one of the things we've glossed over is at at one point when she's on the Magic Island from Lost, Elsa's mm-hmm. on the Magic Island right. from Lost. She like freezes to death for you know that a thing that will get solved later. But when she freezes to death, every every child's favorite character, Olaf, also disappears because Elsa's powers are keeping him alive. To, yeah. No. Geez. You, you could basically you could basically say in that moment, Elsa's dead and her magic is dead. I mean, she's no longer alive, and the things that were alive because of her. Are- sure. First off, again, no stakes because Olaf existed once, had been destroyed, and then reconstituted two decades later with the same memories. Didn't fucking matter. But that's a whole. That's a whole. Different Water thing. has memory. My, my, you know my, uh, what I'm thinking with this is you said there's a PTSD element. Yeah. Yeah. I think Disney needs to make a movie about PTSD that kids got from the tearjerker moment of every fucking Disney movie. Because they really love to do that shit. They well, really yeah. love to. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But my favorite thing is, is like you mentioned with, with your kids, there's a very specific age range of kids that I think are going to this movie that will get what was happening with Olaf. Because right. it was like two eight-year-olds in right. my theater who like were like fucking wailing. <laughs> and everyone else is just like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it seems fine. <laughs> uh, it was pretty great. Yeah, so after that, speaking of your PTSD, so one of the things that the, the movie as a whole, like there are a couple themes that it's, uh, several themes, there's a lot of everything in this movie, right. but several themes that it's tackling. But one of the ones that is definitely trying to do is like this this concept of like experiencing and accepting change and right. like how to move forward with change kind of thing. A horrible uh, thing we teach her. For children. sure. But Anna has a song at like the low, low point where I swear to God, one of the lyrics is hello darkness. I'm ready to succumb. And I'm just like, holy shit. This is a goddamn kids movie. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> See, I'm into that. You just sold me on this movie that I'm already speaking on and I haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah. That just reminds me of, um, you know, we've talked about, you're, I don't know. You weren't here when we were talking about war movies, but it's, that's like it's like Mash, mm. which is like there's some super depressing shit going on, and the song tells you it's super depressing <laughs> shit, but it's masked with jokes. <laughs> and Anna really, I'm not gonna say seems out of character. I'm glad the character evolved and is expressing different emotions, mm. but it is so drastically different than the Anna you get sure. in Frozen One, um, and again with an kind of indistinct amount of time the codependency was an interesting development that i kind of wish we'd gotten maybe a little bit more explanation on sure um it just would have felt more believable and that's and that's one of my general problems is i don't feel like the 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 character journeys are set up enough for them to feel satisfying at the end or like they fit at the end because nobody to me really has that much of like a journey maybe olaf but again, Elsa's whole thing is she's just following this voice kind of thing. And then at the end, she ends up becoming the fifth or being the fifth element, maybe half of the fifth element with Anna. We don't fucking know how that works. And then living in, uh, you know, the native people's land. Why? Yeah. And, you know, at, at the end. I never, I, did, I, I didn't quite get the choice. Yeah. Uh, of her staying. Like, I, I did. She never wanted to be queen. Though. No, for sure. And I, and I, I dig like. There's something calling to her. She she likes where she is, but she, but she also feels compelled to like you know follow out to new journeys. 
And, you know, that's that's a relatable thing. That's a real mm-hmm. conflict. I dig that. But I don't understand why after that journey you would go and live in the fucking forest instead of in your fucking castle where you've lived your whole fucking life with your family. That you're like I, that doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Yeah, that you were isolated from from so long and you just got back. Yeah. And now you're isolating yourself. And, and I, I, you know, I, I think there is that development in, in the Ana one. I think that, oh, go ahead. What, what do you See, got? having not seen that, I think that's the setup for the sequel. You said there's no story elements left. There's... Her coming back home. Oh, that's what I think is just what's going to be set up for the, the See, TV show. There's, there's, they, they set up that they easily can communicate and travel. Yeah. Oh, so they're not another. separated. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I again, I like this movie. I think it's pretty good. I don't. I don't think it's as strong of a sequel as say Wreck It Ralph was. Well, that's the thing. So, so there again, there are a couple themes here. The 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 change one is a big one. The native restitution. Is, yeah. is another major one and then this like harmony with with nature is is a big one but as far as ones that are just about like how things change and it's okay that things change 100 percent of disney animated movies that came out this year wreck it ralph did it way better in yeah. my opinion i would say you talk about character development and ones that made sense i thought christoph's made a lot of sense the idea that you disagree carry on i want to hear your, your uh, pitch because christoph goes from like you talked about this basically loner kid ice farmer and uh to now being in love with number two of this kingdom yeah and so him understanding number one his place but two will he ever be number one for anna or is it always going to be elsa or will it be arendelle and and should he ever be number one and Mm -hmm. is he okay being yeah you know, her support structure and stuff. I thought all of that made sense. And I think it's got a fine conclusion to it. That's funny. Cause that was one of my complaints I was about to get to is that is his arc, but Oh, you know, I'm going to put my meninist hat on here. What kind of fucking arc is that in 2019 in, in the previous that movie? He can support a woman in the previous movie. <laughs> he at least has like his own ambitions and like things that he wants to do. And this one, his only character trait is that he loves and supports Anna and needs her. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think he cares about all of them and sees himself in a protector role. I think if there's anything about Kristoff that they do detract in this movie is he never understands the scope of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I And I think that's what limits him or portrays him how you're talking about. But him wanting to succeed or him wanting what's best for everyone, I, I don't feel like is just being dopey in love with Anna. I, that's not how I interpreted it anyway. If we're talking about 3D characters, I feel like, you know, he should have his own dreams. That's all I'm saying. Uh, just wanting to hang out with Sven and be married to Anna is a totally fine dream for a kid who grew up in the forest just hanging out with a reindeer. I guess, man. What kind of messages are you sending to our children? It's okay that your wife is the breadwinner. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have dreams. You should... I'm married to a sugar mama, so. That's fair. Oh, damn. That's actually a good name you for a bakery. Should, <laughs> you should be okay with it. You're married to a sugar mama. I, I will be very soon. So yeah, I'm, I'm just going to rapid fire a bunch of other shit that bothered me about this movie. <laughs> As if there's anything the world wants to hear. So wait a minute, you said better than Transformers. Oh yeah, no, th- I'm doing I'm doing your uh, Terminator <laughs> Dark enough. Fate thing. Uh, why is Anna uh, was Anna better suited to lead Arendelle than Elsa? Because Elsa We've, does not care about Arendelle. That's what the movie like tells you is that's that, actually a fair point i'll yeah. take that that's a good answer 
How come the water level didn't rise after the dam I didn't broke? understand the physics of it either. Because I get like she brought the tidal wave, but I feel it like it should have whole... just increased a little bit. For sure, yeah. it seems pretty like a pretty low lying land. What, are, what the fuck have the natives and the four to five guardsmen been doing this whole time? Because when we first meet them, it seems like they hate each other and they were about to fight again. But but like immediately that got first off actually Olaf's pretty good in this movie the 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 Olaf reenacting yeah. the events of Frozen One oh that's great it's pretty great yeah uh, but it seems like have it have they been fighting this whole time or are they friends it seems like they've been fighting this whole yeah, it's time a tenuous relationship where the fuck have the guards been living yeah, they're not they're not equipped to fucking live in the goddamn woods. For like 30 years. Yeah, the only time we see them, they're sharing the camp with the... No, I know. Yeah. Like, what are they... <laughs> uh, you talk about shitting on men. This is one thing that... Uh, Christoph's story. I dislike that the twist in this movie is the same twist in the first movie, which is that royal dude ends up being super shitty and lying to everybody else. Which in the first movie, it's Hans. In this movie, it's their grandfather. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just the same... It's the same bit. It didn't feel... I think a lot of the movie feels different. Yeah. Um, and I, okay. that felt very much the same. And that, that's one of the themes that I, they, they like had a passing reference to that I wish had been explored more as part of like their change thing is when, um, uh, Elsa's in the magic Island and seeing that she sees her grandfather talk about how, uh, it's literally the same Han shit. You know, it is. Yeah. yeah. But, but like, you know, that we, we need to destroy the, the natives or whatever yeah. it is. And she's like, Oh no, he says, I don't trust them. We need to destroy them. And she says, you know, that's your fear talking. The only thing you shouldn't trust is your fear. I think that weaves into their whole change thing more than, than, you know, some of the other shit that they talk about in this movie, but it, it never comes up again. And that bothered me because I feel like that's a good line. And that's a good, yeah. Like mantra that again ties well into this idea of I fear change, but you shouldn't fear. You, like it's going to happen anyway. The one, the one thing I did enjoy about that scene is it continues Alan Tudyk's streak of being in all of these For movies. Sure. <laughs> I was wondering where it was going to come from, but that checked the box. Yeah, I don't know. I think this movie is nonsense, but it's still pretty fun. But you liked it. I did. I did still like it. I mean, um, it's enjoy. It's it's beautifully. Yeah. shot i mean uh, shot animated yeah uh, the songs are great the characters are endearing i mean for an hour and 30 minutes olaf is you can do a lot worse olaf is g-rated deadpool in this movie no, like, every single line out of his mouth is some kind of meta commentary yeah and it's funny it is funny yeah and again not to harp on it too much but the christoph 80s power ballad Backed up by a chorus of reindeer, yeah, is everything I didn't know I needed. It's pretty great. Also, I quite enjoyed the uh, the end. Sa- I usually hate the 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 covers of the yeah. the songs by a pop artist, but mm. this one had a uh, Panic at the Disco and a uh, Weezer. Mm. Yeah, I knew Weezer was doing something. Yeah, I think I think it's Weezer, but Brendan Urie is singing the song. Correct. Yeah, uh, and it's good. It's it fun. is pretty. I like yeah. it. Yeah, whatever note that is in that song is as high as he can reach, but he's going for it. Yeah. Well, Brendan Urie's got a super high range. So. Yeah. He's the right guy to do it. That's fair. But yeah, no, I mean, I, that's, I, look, I feel like if I went back, I could bitch about it more. I don't. <laughs> that's I, surprising because you I, bitched about a lot. And I, and I want to because, you know, this property matters to me. But I do. I did. You know, I enjoyed this movie. It's better than Transformers. I'm just nitpicking because I care. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed it. I had a good I'm, time. I'm, I'm gaslighting Frozen. The, uh, <laughs> the um, again, the the duet with the Demon Zell and Ever Rachel Wood brought a tear to my eye. And you know what? If I have fun in a Frozen movie while also feeling something at least one point in time, yeah, then it did exactly what I. I will say, say. Biggest shame to me is that no duet between uh, Elsa and Anna this time. Yeah, 
which is the best part of Frozen. It 1. is one of the best parts of Frozen One. People forget it, but that duet in the Ice Palace mm-hmm. is great. That's one of my favorites. Uh, also, very little Oaken. Almost no Oaken in this movie. <laughs> I think that's okay. No, Oaken is great. Uh, the Broadway version of Oaken even better because he's way more perverted and it's way funnier. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. But uh, yeah, I think we can close the book for now on Frozen 2 until one of you other motherfuckers sees it. I mean, I think it's pretty safe. I'm probably not going to see it. It's six years he hasn't seen Frozen 1. Right. So. Yeah, they also kept making references to how much older everyone is. I forgot how long ago this movie came out. It seems yeah. like it wasn't that long ago. Well, they say there was their parents died only six years ago. So I was like, I mean, are we saying how long was it when they died the first time? Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't They said tell. their parents died six years ago? I'm pretty sure. Maybe I misheard that line, but... Yeah, that doesn't line up. No, but... Let's nitpick it more. <laughs> Frozen 2. <laughs> Better than Transformers. It's great. Oh. <laughs> that was impressive. Well, stereo there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Got it in the left and the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, cool, guys. What have we been watching this past week? Uh, I didn't watch much. I watched some Clone Wars. Cool. Better than Transformers. I watched Empire Strikes Back. Definitely better than Transformers. Uh, I watched a Critical Role thing called Undeadwood. I talked about it a little bit a few weeks ago. I'd only watched the first episode, and then I didn't continue it. And so then I rewatched episode one and just powered through all four parts. It's cool. Uh, it's different than you expect, and there's a cool surprise twist at the end. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Um, the other thing I watched was Mandalorian episode three. I think which I figured we probably all did. did so yeah. yeah, we probably want to talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about. It. I think it's the best episode yet. I do too. I thought it was great. I also thought it was great. I don't know if it's the best episode yet. You know, um, um, this is the way. I've heard there's some people who are complaining that it's very predictable. And my feelings is, what the fuck do you want from Star Wars? <laughs> like, <laughs> you had it, the last it, Jedi. When it wasn't predictable, <laughs> people hated that it wasn't yeah. predictable. And you know, like, man, I mean, this is bad guy fights good guy, good guy wins. Like, that's what Star Wars is. I don't know what else you fucking want from it. Did you want him to not go back for baby Yoda? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, fuck this. They can just dissect that baby that I thought was cute. <laughs> you know? I thought it was a... <laughs> new toy, new toy, yeah, yeah. half dissected yeah. baby Yoda. Yeah. That's great. Just cut him open. <laughs> that seems like something that's at Spencer's. Um, oh, God. <laughs> the uh, I thought it was... Maybe not an inventive way, but a very classical TV, highly entertaining way for him to both get the medal so he could have badass new armor yeah. and get Baby Yoda back. Yeah. Which is all I want this to be. I yeah. want to be entertained and have a blast right. watching it. And it was exactly that. Also, Warner Herzog is fucking amazing. He's, he's hey, so great. Have you heard the thing that he was taken by the puppet like he he would like talk <laughs> to the told, puppet in between scenes. <laughs> no this is it. different than oh, the this first is different one. yeah because he did apparently this was the scene that he that they tried to do without the puppet yeah like, we'll just add in with cbgi's like you all are cowards <laughs> we keep the puppet in the fucking scene but uh but uh no no apparently he was really taken by the puppet and would like talk to it in between takes and stuff like that and was sad when the puppet left and stuff to be fair Everyone is really taken. Yeah, well, that, that answers my question because I always wonder if Warner Herzog is in on the Warner Herzog. Right. Yeah. But it seems like no, that's just who he is. Right. Well, he he's definitely seems like he's become the new uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, of, you know, like he used to be this really serious thing. Yeah. And now it's, oh, it's crazy. He shows up and does something wacky, but he mostly shows up and does something wacky. Yeah. Uh, I just I just want him to teach like a sex ed class. <laughs> like, that sounds put, very awkward. Put that shit on Disney yeah. Plus. 
Do you guys think that was John Favreau? I thought that. Yeah, no, it definitely is. It is. Yeah, they confirmed it. Oh, okay. Because I was also I, was, I didn't immediately think John Favreau was like, oh, that's kind of a chubby uh, Mandalorian. The, the third Star Wars character he's played in the second Mandalorian. That's he's true. Played. Yeah. Also, I don't know if anyone else. I couldn't think of this last week. We were talking about the clone theory. Camino was the planet I couldn't yes, think of. Yes, fuck. The scientist is wearing a Camino uniform. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Right on. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the ice cream maker, which we never fucking knew what it was from Empire Strikes Back. We finally get told it's a safe. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a shitty uh, After like hotel all, safe. After all these yeah, years, yeah. <laughs> we finally know it's a fucking safe. It might also be an ice cream maker. It yeah. should all, do both. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's a galaxy it's, far, It's far the future. Or yeah. Actually, no, it's a long, it's a time, long ago. time ago. It's the past future. I mean, I guess he can just use them freezers he has there to make some ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. This series so far, the series is better than Transformers. I'm I'm backing down from both of my thoughts that we might go to Mandalore or take off the helmet this season. This we seem to be in the long con here. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh, Super Battle Droids uh, were the other like big reference thing in there as we throw back. So I, t- I take it. It's definitely. I don't know. I don't know. This is where I kind of hope the show goes, or why I would be down for more in between three and four. Did the Empire still use droids? That's uh, it was like if this is the purge, there are two like big things, which right. is Mandalore gets taken over, and then that's like siege of Mandalore, and then basically the Emperor fears Mandalorians, and so he murders a whole bunch of them, right? And that's like the purge, and so because it was battle droids, I felt like this was like the siege of Mandalore during the Clone Wars, right? Because um, we saw a super battle droid, yeah. so but I don't know. I was uh, that was very interesting to me yeah. and way more intimidating than any droid was in any of the prequels. That's right. also fair. Yeah, the droids are for being the main antagonist of the prequels are mostly comic relief. Yeah, Roger, Roger. Hmm. Um. So why do you think that some known people work in these Star Wars roles and some of them don't? Because like I think Carl Weathers worked great. I think Brian Prosane didn't work at all. You See, know, stuff I, like that. I am. I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stand up too hard for Brian Fosain, but I felt like uh, Carl Weathers needs to take his own acting class from Arrested Development <laughs> because he was not not doing it for me in this year. I like seeing him, but I was I, like, you know what? You're taking me out of know. this. I, I was gonna disagree with you, except you referenced his acting class from Arrested Development. So <laughs> I'm gonna defer. I thought the Twilight baths was delivery was perfect by Carl <laughs> Weathers. What does that even look like? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Again, but, there's something on the internet that I already can tell you. Oh, I'm sure. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to episode four. Yeah, yeah. can't wait. That's it for me. That's it for you? Uh, I am... Oh, no, I'm good. I'm going to keep going so I can make Hurt go last. Um, uh, we are in the fifth season of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh, you're so close. Yeah, I know. And, and you know, it, it's just... It's so hard to stop at this point because it is. It's just it, like every episode is a bang-bang episode. There's It's all a race to the finish it there is. at the end. It's, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. It's I... I I don't know. I thought I would be less engaged with the second time around just because I knew where it was going, but I'm equally as engaged. <laughs> so it's a, it's a really great show. Um, and then just out of nowhere, I watched the first uh, 30 minutes, which I will continue watching, of uh, of Wes Anderson's Darjeeling Limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird. I I know it's it's considered by most people who like Wes Anderson films their least favorite Wes yeah. Anderson film, which is impossible to me because Bottle Rocket's fucking terrible. <laughs> But I realized for a director that I like, there's a lot of movies of his that I still haven't seen. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna plow through the rest of it. It's not bad. It's just it's odd. 
so far. Yeah, I like it, but you know, it's it's the only one I've never went back and watched. Yeah, well, it, it's just like it it doesn't have like you know again from like a structural standpoint. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have like a, a narrative you'd expect. It just right. it, everything just feels like it jumps from scene to scene to scene without like a larger connective tissue. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Was it my turn? Yeah, it, I'm undetermined whether it's better or worse than Transformers at this point. But that's all I've watched. I mean, going from my memory of it, I'd say I, I liked it better than Transformers. But again, it's only I remember that the jokes don't really land in it, and you know, all of his movies are sort of dry comedies. Yeah. But the that one, I don't know. I don't remember that there was anything. There's nothing I quoted from it the next day. Sure. But um, man, uh, I really didn't watch a lot this week, so it was bad to end on me. Well, we know I, you didn't watch Frozen. I well, you know what? I I thought about opening with this. Oh, I watched Frozen because <laughs> I thought that would be fun. No. That would be funny. Uh, but no, um, I slept through Watchmen last night. Slept through Rick and Morty last night, so I can't talk about them. Uh, oh, oh shit! I watched both of those things. What? I watched both of those. Well, things. don't talk about them because I haven't got to see them. The the Watchmen one's exactly what you think it is. See, man, you totally spoiled that for me. Good, because <laughs> I fucking I I I saw one image from it, yeah, and I was like, this is gonna be exactly what I think it, it is. It is, all right, which is still pretty fucking cool, yeah. Um, but uh, so the only thing I can really remember watching this week is I've started sort of plowing through the Star Wars movies for uh, getting ready for the next one. I watched the Phantom Menace. Uh, the movie gets a bad rap. It's, it's fine. fine. It is. It's long. It's slow in places, but they're it's it's likable you know uh i i think probably the biggest problem that movie has when you compare it to star you know the first star wars when which they have very similar structures but the actors in star wars at that point was like george lucas is just some fucking guy he's made like two movies if i want to make this if i want to deliver this a little different i'm gonna go for it where as in this movie george lucas is fucking george lucas and you know people I think were afraid to act. They actually just did his Republic serial dry delivery of uh-huh. this. But um but other than that, I, I like it. I think it's fun. Uh and man, uh Duel of the Fates is still the fucking oh, jam. Oh, that's great. Do you uh, actually you know what that should be uh, I, we could just do Star Wars themes, best Star Wars yeah. themes like yeah. rank. Oh it's Duel of Fates. Well I really like that one because there's a part in it where I can go Dark <laughs> That drives me crazy. And I still uh I still think this movie had the best trailer of any movie ever. And I can still I watch that trailer so many fucking times that I can always go, there's a scene from the trailer. There's a scene from the trailer. So uh yeah, better than Transformers. Fuck the haters. Yeah. That's all I got. Cool. I actually want to come back because I've been watching Rick and Morty, and I'm not sure if you guys are caught up, but they're three episodes in. And the first episode is really strong. Second episode, the uh, second two, I'm not, I'm not, I like, there's, there's good bits and not so good bits. I'm not sure. I can talk about the second one. I can say this. They wanted that second episode to be this season's Pickle Rick. And really? I think so. Just cause you know, it was a wacky concept. Yeah. It was, it was the most, it was really off the wall of, oh, Rick has a secret toilet in space and someone's fighting him for it. I don't really like Pickle Rick, and I didn't really like that episode. The third episode feels like a Dan Harmon rant about heist movies, which, to be fair, there are already a bunch of Dan Harmon rants about heist movies, (laughs) but... You know, it's still pretty fun. I only watched the first episode so far, and I dug the first episode. I I recommend keeping up with it, just because, you know, it's a good show. Yeah, it's not on Hulu yet. Yeah. Um, But I think that's it for this week, unless we can think of anything else. Nada. Awesome. 
Um, so next week, uh, are we committing to uh, The Irishman? Are we able to see that is this that, weekend? Yeah, I, I think it comes out on Netflix this Friday. If oh. it's out on Netflix, then, I yeah, would like to I'd commit to that. I think that'll be fun. Mm, Finding be. seven hours is going to be difficult for me. But Is it seven hours? No, it's three. But it's <laughs> I think it's three and a half. <laughs> it's going to feel like seven. Me and Sarah were going to go see it this weekend. And, you know, it was... Uh, you know, again, we were dog sitting someone else's animal and stuff like that. So there were time constraints of driving to Destin and doing it. And I'd been like just keeping a secret that it was three hours. Like I was, because I knew I knew that was going to be a deal breaker. And then, <laughs> driving to Destin, that's a day. That right? Because yeah. I mean, already that's four hours of your day there, and yeah. then you'd probably shop a little over there. So as soon as I was like, well, you know, the movie's also three hours. She's like, we will be over there for ten fucking hours. So I was yeah. like, yeah, we probably don't need to go to yeah. Destin this year. Yeah, it comes out this Friday, November 27th. Then I will find some time when everyone in my home is sleeping. You know what does not interest my wife? Emma does. Watching three old Italian dudes argue about Martin Scorsese dialogue, not interest her. <laughs> I'll find some time. I mean, this seems like a trade situation. You watch this, oh, yeah, I watch, I can watch Emma. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I fair. mean, it definitely seems like you would win from a time standpoint. I don't think Emma will be <laughs> No, 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 no. She's not going to watch it. I'll find time. I'll watch it at work. <laughs> thanks uncle sam yep well cool so that's uh that's what's coming up next week in the meantime thank you guys for listening please uh like and subscribe and share with all your friends word of mouth is really the best way that, that uh we can get new listeners and uh you know i feel like i feel like we're a gift to the world why wouldn't you give this gift to all your friends <laughs> yeah listening to you bitch about frozen 2 for 40 minutes it's literally i've been looking forward to this all day <laughs> i definitely I, I, i'd already said this last week but i don't feel bad about terminator at all anymore yeah it's like, <laughs> like you far surpassed that <laughs> Uh, like you should have delivered that whole thing in comic book guy voice. If you want to get in touch with us and tell us your thoughts on Frozen Two, or you know Frozen One, or other things, I'm not care. watching Frozen, or not, <laughs> or what you think about Frozen, having not watched any of the Frozen films, <laughs> uh, you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies, and on Instagram real underscore phonies. Thanks, to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>